0: Welcome to the Doom Productions podcast, a podcast where we share filmmakers' worst nightmares. I'm Jordan. I'm Ethan. I'm Zach. (laughs) And uh, this has been our first episode in a long time. Um, I think our last episode was way back in, I want to say, like March or something like that. If you saw the video, so last week um, we put out a video on this channel talking a little bit about why we've been gone for so long on youtube but in case you didn't see that video uh we made a ginormous gargantuan <laughs> colossal movie uh this year ethan and zach you guys haven't seen the video because it's not out yet and i haven't uploaded i, I just gotta add this little thing in it but um in the video i pretty much explained that this project started I mean, the idea came to me last year in summer uh, when we were shooting up in Yak- Or We weren't shooting up in Yakima, but we were up in Yakima for our Doom production screening. Um, started writing the project with Andrew in, um, in February. Well, I, I think I brought Andrew on a little bit later. But writing to started in January. Um, and then production was a 10-day shoot in July. And then four additional days in August. And uh, yeah, it's my brain's a little bit fried right now. I'll be honest, because I've been sitting at my computer editing like all day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you have like no breaks,
0: no breaks, no breaks. You're just
1: you've just been going since like, I mean, really, like, I mean, the writing process has been long for this one. Mm -hmm. And it's just it'll be draft after draft after draft. And then it was planning scheduling, yep. production, mm-hmm. and now editing. And there weren't really any, you know, beats to skip in between that. It was just kind of go, go, go for you.
0: And I'm still not done.
1: <laughs> and you're not going to be done for a while.
0: No. I mean, my stuff will be done ideally in October. But before we get ahead of ourselves, um, what is... I I did enough talking in my video, time, I'm talking broadly about the project. But what, to you two, what makes this project different than any of our other projects that we've done. And before, yeah, actually, before I even go there, normally we talk about other movies on this Doom Productions podcast. We're going to do things a little differently for this episode. Maybe the next couple ones where because we made a movie, obviously, and it's very likely it could be doomed. I mean, everything about it should have been doomed. Like, we can get into that more, but just to preface. But anyways, uh, uh, Zach, we'll start with you. What makes this project different from any film we've done before?
2: Well, um, I would say the scale, particularly behind the scenes, um, is quite larger than any other film that we have undertaken. Um, I would even say including Coalescence. Coalescence was probably previously our biggest scaled film, um, but you guys were a lot less involved in that one. Um, But we had... The RC boys, Granon Films, um, helping out, um, with this project as well. So we had a lot more people on set, um, each day. Um, we had a lot of actors, um, and another big part is that we weren't on our home turf. Uh, we were up in Yakima filming this movie, um, for a week and then additional photography for maybe
0: three or four days,
2: probably. So four um, days.
0: It was a fourteen day fourteen days altogether. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So this is definitely our biggest film. Um and you'll definitely be able to feel that when you watch the movie as well, I think, based on the versions that I have seen. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Ethan, same question. What makes this movie our biggest project? Like, how do we convey the scope?
1: I mean, the last time we've had anywhere close to this number of people on set was twenty fourteen, and that was for one day. Like in twenty fourteen, that was like an evening of shooting, mm-hmm. and this was like consistently high numbers of people on set for uh, ten days straight, and then another four days straight. Um, and just, just that level of coordination, um, is mind boggling. (laughs) And
0: yes, it is.
2: uh,
1: (laughs) As you know, it was, it was so much, it was so much to balance so much to kind of like hold in Jordan's brain and were there breakdowns and hallucinations and all sorts of mental tests from this production? (laughs) There were, and we'll get into that more later, but. Yeah. All I have to say is this, this, there was just so many moving pieces to this production. Um, we had units, mm-hmm. like production units for this movie, which is something we've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was stressful. Uh, I don't know if it was <laughs> helpful in some times, mm-hmm. <laughs> which again is another great story, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, just like, it's like getting a, a new toy that is like, it's like when your dad gives you a pocket knife but you're like seven and it's like should you your kid have that i'm not sure if they're ready for it but hey they, they made something cool with it that's kind of how this feels where it's like were we ready for the the level of like filmmaking we were like setting ourselves up for i'm not sure but i think we rose to the occasion and um some through some miracle uh we made it happen like you were saying this movie in a number of times could have fallen through mm-hmm. um up to the last day of shooting, yep. like there were they, everything was hinging on the next thing working out. So, oh, and no, the last thing that's made this different also is the fact that there were like no breaks again. Yeah. Like I was kind of saying earlier, there were just no breaks. Like usually there's like a catch up day or two in between each shoot. And there was none of that. There were some days like no sleep between days because there was so much needed to get done. It is yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyways.
0: I think the, I think a good way to focus today's episode because we will be talking way more about this movie probably for you're going to be hearing about this movie a lot from us in the next year or so oh yeah um, like over the course of the next year but yeah things are still somewhat fresh so I'd love to focus this conversation on the on the production on this epic film journey as we called it um up in Yakima because again this is something we've never done before um as ethan and zach said there was a lot of moving pieces that we had to we kind of had to have our all our ducks in a row we had to every, everything lined up going up there yeah. which is a whole big thing in and of itself but let's just let's just say there's tons of resources and props and gear and makeup and costumes and all of there's so much that we had to bring up so much we had to coordinate locations people food all that stuff um but let's focus in on the first day so we started on i think we left on july 14th and we stayed through july 24th for the principal photography ethan july 14th walk us through that day
1: that day started bright and early or at least that was the plan Yep. so to to set the stage even earlier jordan's car um is a pivotal part of this movie. This is the first thing that like can't fail is Jordan's car. Yeah. And what was the first thing that failed was Jordan's car. His car was having issues with its air conditioning and some engine stuff. And so he had to take it in. And all we knew is that the car had to be ready by Friday, like the latest. So we could get up to Yakima and drive.
0: I was supposed to get it, I believe on Wednesday or Thursday.
1: It's so like midweek. And they say, um, hey,
0: there's some ex- extra stuff we found. Mm-hmm. Can we work on this longer? I said, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And it butts right up. And come Thursday night or whatever, yep. you're calling them like, hey, how's the car? And they're like, well, do you need the car this weekend? Because we haven't finished fixing it yet.
0: Well, they they for they fixed the engine stuff, but they did not fix the air conditioning.
1: Yes. And I So the air conditioning was out.
0: And I called you guys up. I think this was Friday morning actually now that I think about it. Cuz I was supposed to I was supposed to get it Thursday. And then f- Friday comes around and they give me a call and they're like, "Hey, do you need this weekend?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of do." And they're like, "Well, you're going to have no AC." And I'm like, "As long as it runs." And they said, "Yeah, their car runs fine." I called you guys up cuz I was like we were in the middle of a heat wave.
1: It was like 100 degrees in Yakima and in Portland, too. It was hot.
0: It was hot. And I called because I wanted to give you guys the heads up. I was like, hey, I'm not going to have AC. I'm fine with. Well, actually, I wasn't fine. I I think this was subconsciously me trying to back out because I was like, do we go up today or do we wait until like Tuesday and lose three days of shooting or whatever? Mm -hmm. And you guys were just like. Not going to let me quit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it was the, the thing of like, again, there are so many moving pieces. The fact that the car could run, we all kind of agreed like there was no like take two on this production. Right. All of our ducks were in a row and there was no way we could um not have that. So we decided, yeah, we're going to go up. We're going to do it. And so we we hit the road late that day. We were planning to leave Portland at like 7 a.m. Originally
0: earlier, I think like six.
1: Yeah, early. We were gonna be hitting the road early, and we didn't end up hitting the road until like rush hour, yep. at like five p.m. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so like getting out of Portland alone took like an hour.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but we we finally get up like we we make the trek, and I feel bad about this whole thing because every almost every story about Jordan's AC has the caveat of my car did have working AC, and I always rode in my car minus the times we were actually filming scenes in Jordan's car. So yep. mm-hmm. I wasn't suffering that much. I was listening to my podcast cruising on up. We'd loaded my car with a bunch of things. So it was just me. And then Jordan and Zach were just left to suffer.
0: Yep. And <laughs> it was yeah. hot. And I now am like, now to me, 80 degrees feels cool, which is sickening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we got up late And the reason we planned to come up in the morning was because there was so much stuff to set up. There was... And even to set the stage further, I know there's so much backstory, and we could run for hours and hours. I mean, we could... Maybe we'll have to do a live stream on this at some point. But uh, if you look at the schedule, there are 125 scenes in this movie. There were at least 18 locations. Our schedule was jam-packed. And looking back, there is no way in hell... That we should have been able to finish the movie Like it, it Like looking back um, We I overpacked the schedule way too much Like there's no way we should have been able to finish By and some miracle of, yeah. We did
1: And a lot of that came down to um, We had a certain Like we knew how we ran On a four person Five person set mm-hmm. Like we knew how to calculate our time For that and we just kind of assumed it would be the same when we have a eight nine ten person set and that just wasn't the case there's just so many more moving pieces and again there's just factors and unpredictable variables that come in with filmmaking and those got the better of us on a lot of days and it made it so that we were consistently like sprinting to catch up on our schedule so there was there was never a time when we felt relaxed until like very close to the end of filming pretty much Yeah. It, it there were a few days that felt like oh yeah we've got this like a day that ended an hour past schedule felt like a good day yeah, yeah. and that never happened when we were filming like we, we were used to always wrapping early and mm-hmm. this we were always wrapping late
0: yeah but so our schedule was packed overall but you obviously we didn't realize that going up so when we show up at Yakima we had planned the Friday to be a big prep day to grab food, to settle in, to finish up some last bit of um, kind of logistical planning and, and stuff like that. Uh, and we showed up, I think, nine, eight. I can't remember. Late. It was, it was, late. Like, it was yeah. getting dark when we showed up. And we had to we still had to do all that stuff. We had to find we had umbrellas because we were going to be shooting outside
2: in the, the middle of next the Next morning, starting
0: at 5 a.m. <laughs> In
2: middle the middle of desert, the desert,
0: yeah. we had none of, well, we had a lot of this, we had everything prepped that we could have prepped, but we still had stuff to do. So we had to, we got up late at night and we just have to hit the ground running again. We're running around, we go to Winco, we hit up all these different stores, getting stuff and getting gear, getting settled. And by the time we're done getting settled and we're like ready to shoot the next morning, it's like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., something like that, and we're supposed to wake up in three hours to to go. Not meet-
1: even. Yeah. We have to be at our meetup at 5.30, and it's like 30 minutes away from us or 20 minutes away. Yep. So we had to be out the door by 5, so we had to be packed by 4.30 probably or packing by 4.30, and it was already getting close to 3.30, so we were like, well, sh- what's the point? so zach and i slept for like 20 or 30 minutes Mm -hmm. jordan didn't even bother no and then we got up and did the day Mm -hmm.
0: and so yeah the day started early but we get up to the it's a supermarket so this is saturday 5 Mm a.m we're there we got most of our crew there's an actor who was running behind and for context on the day actually i'm going to just pull up the schedule for myself so i can see what <laughs> yeah. i had planned foolishly planned let's see this was the 15th we were oh okay so we're supposed to we're scheduled to start at 6 a.m. at this location mm-hmm. we're scheduled to wrap at 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. um now this is foolish all around cuz mm-hmm. this is the desert this is 30 minutes away from town. There's no bathrooms. Um there's no there's like nothing. there's nothing. It's us versus the elements for what is that? 6 to 6 to 1. That's 7 hours straight. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah. That's a work day.
0: There's um Oh dude, like this this is abuse. This is workplace <laughs> abuse. I feel so for like grateful for the Yakima folks for putting up with our shenanigans. Because again, I am estimating it's running, we're running on our usual time. Three person crew, getting through things very quickly, wrapping way earlier. Because if we had done this in Portland with our small crew and kind of like shot it like we would in Portland style, without all the people and without all, kind of knowing the locations in the area. I think this is a very fair schedule to have attempted and we would have wrapped by 11 a.m. I would say, mm-hmm. but because we kind of got a late start because all the actors, we couldn't rally everybody together um, quite at the time. We ended up getting out to this location. I think I want to say 7 a.m. is when yeah, we Yeah, it was about an hour there. late. Even driving our cars. Yeah, we were at least an hour late. Driving our cars was a whole ordeal, which took up another 40 minutes to an hour trying to figure all that stuff out.
1: Our cars literally couldn't handle the terrain we were driving on, so Jordan and I had to like park our cars way (laughs) further back. Yeah, and then some of other cars made it, and then we had to uh, walk a lot of gear up to the location, and it was up the steep gravel hill. And dude, gnarly.
0: I think by the time cameras are rolling, it's maybe eight p eight a.m. I mean. At
1: at least, yeah. Actually, I can
0: check the footage. I can check the timestamp on the footage. Hold on, let me do this.
1: (laughs) We were starting late, though. I know that for sure. I mean, it it was like, (laughs) you know, when you're like seeing everything falling apart. What's the meme where it's like everything's on fire? It's like, this is fine. Oh, the SpongeBob meme, yeah.
0: Oh, you know what? This ain't too, actually, 7.45 a.m., Okay. Not quite it. Oh, okay. But 7:45. So it's definitely not on schedule, but
1: we're like an hour and 45 minutes behind.
0: Right. Yeah. I think what helped us was that although it was going to be really hot that day, it didn't start getting hot until maybe 11 or so. Like it didn't get st- start getting heating up until later. So we had a lot of kind of momentum in the first part of the day cuz it's still cool out. Beautiful scenery, people, I mean it's the first day of production and this was this is we're shooting the climax of our movie. Um because this is something that I've kind of learned and kind of feel is when you are making a movie, you should invest all your you should put you should shoot the climax of your movie first generally. That's not always the case, but I think that it's better to shoot the climax first because that's the most important part of your movie. Um you want to have the time to get it right. And when you just the first day, you're gonna have a ton of energy, and you're gonna have a lot of kind of, again, just fuel that you wouldn't have near the end of your shoot if you wait or shoot later. Now, there's obviously reasons why you shouldn't shoot the climax of your movie first, but that's how we felt on this. So, that's uh, <laughs> that was that was day one, and I'm looking at the the file names again. We we it looks like the last video clip that we shot. We shot it at 1 p.m., 1.06 p.m.
2: Yeah, we I, I remember vividly that we finished seven minutes. We were like headed out like, okay, that's a wrap for the day at 1.07. We were done seven minutes later than we planned, but we ended up getting started like over an hour behind schedule. So we were like, this is a good start.
0: <laughs> so I guess in our defense, starting really late and still ending on time, that's still pretty good. Yeah you know but it's um yeah it's a it's a hot day that was day Mm -hmm. one yep and that's yeah to to be honest the rest of the day is a blur it looks like and let me see if this is true it looks like on the schedule we were supposed to shoot another scene um the end of the like the literally oh but we didn't shoot it that day yeah i don't think we shot it that day
1: We pushed things Mm -hmm. around quite a bit. So I
0: guess that was it. And to be honest, I think the rest of that day is kind of a blur to me. I remember we went out to eat with the crew. Mm -hmm. I remember that um, I spent a lot of time editing. Oh, I remember uh, another added stressor. One of the reasons we were starting so early is because one of our actors had to split at like 11 a.m. So we had to get all of their coverage first because we were going to lose an actor um, at that time. So that added more things to the pressure, for sure. Um, do you guys remember anything else about the first day of shooting? Saturday the fourteenth, the fifteenth. I mean.
2: I think did was did that day did was that the day we went swimming afterwards? Because it was just so darn hot.
0: Yes, I. I yeah. think it was. I'm just realized something now, guys. Mm. I think. Wait. So let's see. We started on the. 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 21, 22, 20. Do we shoot on the 23rd? 23rd
2: no, that was I was I right? was leaving. Or yeah yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: we did. Cuz the 24th was leaving day.
0: Yeah. I'm just realizing our math day. is off. We were in Yakima for 10 days. Yeah. But we were only shooting for let's see, the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 21, 22, 23, 9 days. No, that doesn't add up. We were up there for no, we were days. up there for 12 we were up days. There or 11 11 full days. Four, 14th through the 24th. Yeah, that's 10 days. Okay. So we shot for Oh gosh. Welcome to Doom Productions where we're yeah. terrible at math. And t- well, and
1: to be fair again, this whole thing was a nightmare yeah. like, in terms of like memory. Like I forgot <laughs> day 1. I mean, again, we're exhausted you brought up we got food afterwards we went to get like teppanyaki That's and right. um i was like zoning out this like i didn't we didn't eat a ton like we we made a pr- an effort to like have like really healthy snacks on set like everything was kind of like veggies and and drinks and stuff it was all like hydration based basically mm-hmm. um yeah. but when once i got food in me I just remember just shutting down dude you were
0: catatonic (laughs) yeah it (laughs) was on saturday it was because we were gonna go to the pool right and you were just dead like even when you (laughs) were awake you were dead Mm -hmm. and this is i think then hours later once we got into the pool that's what really woke you up
1: the pool was nice the pool was relaxing and nice and then it was like okay but you like, my body sit. needed to acclimate
0: you would just sit with your eyes or well, sometimes your eyes would be open but you would just like not move and i was like is he okay <laughs> yeah is he alive
1: it was just like the nom flashbacks but i was like currently living them <laughs> it was a whole thing but no i like really my the acclimation needed to like get used to that was was a lot it was mm-hmm. hard um going up for the next shoot after was a lot easier just because like we, we knew what we were getting into. Right. Um, and it was just such a hard, grueling shoot. It, it really was. Um, yeah.
0: And the Sunday was again... For Well... Mm, okay, I'll say this about the movie. When I started out to make the movie, or write the movie, Planet, I think what I told everybody was there are three set pieces that I want. Um... I'm not going to reveal what those set pieces are, but they were pretty big. We had filmed the first set piece, the climax of our movie, the Saturday Sunday was the second of those set pieces. And that was all, luckily it was all at, Ooh, I don't think we can share the location. It was at a house. Um, and it was a big kind of set piece, which was scheduled to go from noon to, to 8 PM. um, and I can't remember if we made that exactly. I can check. But that was also a very crazy day because I think that was the most we had people on set from my memory. Is that correct to say?
1: Yes, that, that probably was the most packed. I would say. Yeah. And it
0: wasn't a big house. Right. No. Um, oh, OK. And it looks like we ended. The last thing we shot that day was at uh 553 so we actually made it on time that day yeah but there were so many moving pieces you know it always feels like you're running behind because
2: right. this
0: is a scene with lots of not even just the that set piece which is leading up to the climax but it was the build-up to that a lot of dialogue scenes a lot of coverage and within the set piece lots of different setups and and coverage as well from inside the house to the side of the house to the front of the house to the back of the house different characters reactions it was a lot of shooting. And again, I mean, it's thanks to the hard work everybody put in that we were able to get it done and a little bit of luck and a little, little prayer and everything. But it was, a, uh, it was crazy, man. Like it was, that was another kind of crazy kind of day. And I think, I think it was Monday when I realized this, but I was like, wow, every single day of the shoot has been the hardest film shoot of my life. Like every single day, was like the like worst in terms of um like this challenge, we had this specific challenge which made it like feel like the worst day of shooting ever, <laughs> and it and it was and it was like and it maintained that for a little bit of the shooting like it like we really front loaded the, uh shooting schedule so it like you could feel the grind and just the like it was not glamorous <laughs> I'll say that much. Well, and
2: I was so glad that I had the experience of coalescence prior to this film, Mm -hmm. because I was like, this is fine. (laughs) This is par for the course. So I was chilling.
1: You, you really were like the most prepared, I think (laughs) of all of us. Like, I was just thinking of like oh I remember the bell rings was hard like you yep. we were digging some holes out in the out in the field somewhere that was hard you know mm-hmm. and then coming into this it was like
0: Murphy's I don't know Law. if this this
1: art is worth it you know yeah. dude
0: day 1 physically the hardest thing day 2 I think setup wise the hardest mm-hmm. thing and with all, coordinating yeah. all the people the hardest thing monday monday oh baby we that was the day we were the most behind and everything that could go wrong went wrong and Mm -hmm. it was a full day of shooting that was the day that i was like i think this i the movie might not happen like this movie will like just fall apart like i like it felt like the that was like end of the world kind of like monday it was crazy it was wild
2: jordan saw the face of god that day
0: should we get into that already <laughs> let's so, just jump we're, into we're on, some on the monday let's stories, go for yeah. it <laughs> okay okay yeah so and while i'm telling this story or parts i feel free to interject but also think about other because there are other like this this is not the old we have lots of stories like this about oh, that yeah. trip just for
1: every day had like five yeah yeah
0: <laughs> something else every single day yeah Shout out to the song "Rock and Roll McDonald's" helping through, <laughs> through the whole shoot because that that became an unofficial sh- anthem of our amen because one of us would say after a setup after filming when we're gonna move we'd say let's rock and roll and then they go mm-hmm. everybody would start chanting ro- "Rock and Roll McDonald's <laughs> McDonald's is the place to rock." <laughs> it was it was a beautiful thing. Anyways, shout out to that yeah. song. But shout out
2: to Wesley. So Wills, Monday.
0: Right, Monday we have been in Yakima for four days now, um, and obviously we didn't get sleep on f- from Friday to Saturday because we just stayed up. Saturday to Sunday, I got a little bit of sleep, not a lot because I wanted to edit. I said editing. I said I, and when I edit, it's not just like dropping the clips into the the editing software. It's I'm organizing the f- clips into folders. I'm labeling the clips. I'm importing them. And then I can find, I'm watching them and then I can finally edit the, the clips and everything. So I'm doing that pretty much for the nights for the first couple of days. And so Monday night rolls around. And by that point I had, I think what was it an hour and like 10 minutes of sleep, hour and 20 minutes of sleep total mm. from yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like I've been awake since Friday morning at like 5am or something Yeah, crazy like that running on an hour and 20 minutes of sleep and I'm sitting down you know victorious because we finished the f- shooting and it was an hour late but we finished shooting Monday night and everything was going wrong and I'm sitting there at the computer in the back of Nathan's shout out to Nathan and Karina too because they were gracious enough to let it to host us and mm-hmm. let us invade their home and ruin their lives and their trash and Zach ruined their bathroom <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um <laughs> um yeah they were they were awesome hosts (laughs) no one else forgot (laughs) we remember (laughs) we'll always remember (laughs) um yeah so monday rolls around i'm in the back room at nathan's place and i'm labeling clips i'm clicking on it i'm watching a little bit of the clip i'm labeling the shot the scene the shot and the take number and as i'm doing this I'm looking at the computer screen and fuzzy little kaleidoscopic things start appearing before my face, like almost like a, like an iris, like closing in around my vision. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then I see like a beach in the distance and I see water and I see a piano and then I kind of shake my head and I look over like just to the side and it's gone. And I'm back in Nathan's back room. I'm like, huh, that was weird. And then I start labeling the footage again. And the same thing happens. I see these kaleidoscope images come in front of my face. Mm-hmm. I see different weird kind of images like pianos and waves and beaches and like tacos and like just weird just stuff. And as I'm doing this, I'm realizing, oh, I'm I'm hallucinating right now. Like I'm not seeing things straight. And like when I would put like move my my hand in front of my face, I would see a trail of like the other hand. So it's like kind of when you see a character hallucinate in the, like the movie's. I saw that like my hand was like leaving trails and I was like waving my hand in front of my face and moving my fingers and it was really weird but I realized like I was hallucinating so I walked out of Nathan's background I was like I should stop editing or labeling because I'm gonna label the clips the wrong way and then I'm gonna have to redo this later so I got up I walk up into the living room I can't remember what were you guys doing
1: we were just talking I think like yeah. we, I think we were watching like bluey or like yeah. Nathan <laughs> we were watching, watching bluey, bluey. And we, I was just again like fighting off the coma, the impending coma. Yeah, Zach was chilling, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, Jordan is standing in the doorway, looking at us. <laughs> and there's a good, healthy pause there, like a good, healthy pause. It Jordan felt like isn't... hours to me. <laughs> it it felt long to us, but mm-hmm. Jordan just stands there. And what I don't remember what you said. I think I said I like years I think I'm
0: hallucinating. Think,
1: yeah. Like, I think I'm hallucinating. And this isn't the first time. Fans of the podcast oh, might know. I think oh, we yeah. told the story about you hallucinating at Dune. Mm-hmm. So, this isn't the first time. So, we were all kind of like. Without well, this drugs, is funny. I should say. I'm not yeah. like. these. They, I'm no. not
0: using drugs or anything.
1: This is all sleep mm-hmm. uh, induced or lack of sleep induced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we kind of look at each other like, oh, this is fun. We know yeah. we know what this is like. <laughs> we know what Jordan's like when he's on this. So we started joking around at first. We're like playing the Dune song. I well, whip out I, my Jordan. phone. In my <laughs> memory,
0: I'm standing yeah. there in in the living room. And then the next thing you know, I'm laying down, playing with my hand. Yeah, Jordan's laying, laying on down. My he's back. doing
1: this. Mm. And we are like playing the Dune song at him. And then it's like, wait. Wouldn't it be funny if we played rock and roll McDonald's again? <laughs> and so we played that. Meanwhile, Jordan, in your perspective, what were you seeing?
0: Picture like you know the sky from Three Hundred, the movie Three Hundred. Those like ye- those orange, yellowish like clouds mm-hmm. with like thunder and lightning. I'm seeing that and these ginormous Titan figures against the sun, like these big silhouettes sure. chanting <laughs> like a Gregorian. Choir chant singing Rock and Roll McDonald's, and it was like an earthquake. It was like my I, I felt like I was in Attack on Titan, like looking up at a yeah. Titan or something. Well, no, Jordan's just like prone on his like, sleeping bag, yeah. <laughs> just like fellas, just like eyes wide. Just like, have y'all seen Attack on Titan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and at that point, Jordan. I think we just leave him alone. I think we just let him drift off.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're like go to bed and
1: slumber, and then he he recovered a a much-needed sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this poor man, though.
0: Yeah, that was (laughs) after the third day of shooting.
1: (laughs) After then, Jordan made an effort to get like at least two hours of sleep a night, or an hour, or an hour. It depended.
0: I really see. Here's the thing. I really. Because this is how we shoot in Portland. We, and because we're not on a huge time crunch, we shoot, we edit immediately. And then when we go into the next day of shooting, we know everything we've shot. We know if we need to pick up any new shots. So we're prepared and we're kind of staying on top of. So we're, we've never really had to do reshoots before. Because any reshoots we need, we just do during principal photography, right? Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to do that for this shoot. So what I would do is I'd step and I try to edit best I could. I wasn't able to edit for a lot of the shoot, but what I was able to do was at least label all of the footage. I that was my goal. By the end of every day, just label everything that we got, because and
1: it was still yeah. great to to do that because we caught um, some mistakes In, just within our first day of filming uh, the climax of the movie. We realized there was some big gaps in our coverage mm-hmm. and we were able to recover and um add a day add a couple hours of shooting to that i, I won't go into it too much but no ethan well, you I'll should i'll save tell,
0: no you should tell it it's okay a, oh my I think, gosh well, i think we can talk we'll tell we'll spoil a prop that's used in the movie because yeah. it's okay it, it's it's necessary to understanding this yeah. Um, yeah
1: so so this might be one of the greatest stories it's oh from our behind the scenes um so we, so, okay, anyways, we're the the movie climax has a bag of money in it, like a like five hundred thousand dollars, a big bag of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had this prop that was set up to look with like, you know, prop movie money uh, to look like a bag full of money. And we're filming. Our first day and then we realized, oh man we, we missed some coverage we had to add a couple of hours uh, at the, to go back to this desert location and film the rest of uh, the coverage and get all of our extra shots
0: it's also it's it's a it's a far out there it's a pain in the ass so we haul everybody out there we grab we have the prop money we have the prop shovels and everything
1: we, it'd be over an hour to go there and back like it'd be like an hour and 30 minutes probably
0: we're not there like, to linger we're there to be in and out yeah
1: yeah so we roll up to shoot this extra coverage we get to the location we're like we have multiple cars again and we don't really have like an assigned prop person everyone just kind of has props in their car mm-hmm. so we have a shovel a metal detector um, this bag of money and some other like miscellaneous props and stuff mm-hmm. out with our actors. We're shooting scenes again just to get it and get out. Anyways, we get all of our coverage and we go back to town. Fast forward like a day and a half. We're at back at Nathan's house, which is kind of our home base. Mm-hmm. And we're... Looking for a a, was a shovel? We're, looking, we were looking for a shovel, his shovel mm-hmm. and we could not find it anywhere. We could not find the shovel, so it's like Nathan's like, "No big deal, I have other shovels." So we, we end up you know looking at those, and it's like, "Wait, where's our metal detector like prop?" It's not a real metal detector; it's just like a, a fake prop. But it, it was like, "Wait, where where did we put that?" Because we need that for a scene, mm-hmm. and then it's like, "Wait," I'm like looking around our prop table and looking under it and everything. I was like, "Guys." Have you seen the bag of money anywhere? And then the we a very, all kind of, very it
0: realistic bag of money.
1: Yep. It's incredibly real. And it all just clicks for us in that moment. We were like, wow. all of the props that we are looking for are in the same spot. They are back in the middle of the desert, like an hour away from us. Mm hmm. And we have no time to go get them. Like, there is no feasible way within our production schedule to go back and get this stuff. So we had to just, in that moment, realize, like, fortunately, we were done with all those props, really. Like, we didn't need, need them. Right. But we had to just accept that we were not going to go get them. And they had to just stay in the desert.
0: Well, these, for context, if you were to, if you were to go out in Yakima, in the desert, and climb this up to a big hill. This could still happen.
2: It <laughs> yeah. could still be
0: there. There is in the desert at the top of a hill a big hole in the ground, a shovel, and a metal detector, and a pack of very real looking money. <laughs> yeah. it, it looks so real. It's half a
1: million dollars.
0: Uh, and so we were joking when we were up there, just like. We just made someone very happy and then very unhappy at the same yeah. time, like right after.
1: We have potentially ruined someone's, like, week. Mm-hmm. Possibly their life if they don't look close enough. It could be like a Babylon call, situation. calling yeah. up
0: the boss. Boss, I hate your guts. I'm never coming to work for you again. Take your promotion. Shove it up your ass. Like, hang up. <laughs> like,
1: But the story doesn't stop there fast forward a couple of weeks. Oh gosh. And fast forward a couple of weeks. We're in Portland and I see an article pop up on my like Google and it says at Multnomah Falls, which is kind of in the middle between Portland and Yakima. It's, it's like in the Columbia River Gorge.
0: 90 minutes away. It's, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of in the middle. Someone had thrown a bunch of fake bills over the waterfall. And it was the same bills we used, so it's not. It's definitely not. It's definitely It It was not the exact same, (laughs) but not the same bills. Like the same ones. They were the same
0: design. Yeah, Yeah.
1: like they were all the same. Like money, fake prop money. Like I'm sure. Like it wasn't ours. Ours. Like we have no way. There's no way it was, but it was just that. Again, that little sprinkle. The cherry on top of the story that just made it extra funny. Yeah, <laughs> it kept going,
0: dude. It was uh <laughs> that, that that was a good like mishap on our set. Mm-hmm. That was a Again, happy little accident.
1: So lucky that we didn't need those props.
2: Well, and when yeah. you see the final product, if we, we did, had to like... rework one scene because we didn't have those props, and it actually works well. That they that is true. There.
0: It made it better. It made yeah, the scene better, in my opinion, because before I was just kind of like, you know, I I know the coverage we need. It's kind of boring. I'm not like I'm not. I mean, I was going to shoot it, but I wasn't like feeling it. I wasn't really inspired. Right. But then once it was like, oh, shoot, we don't have the, the shovels and everything. Like, what are we going to do? It's like, OK. Uh, yes, and then we just reworked the scene and we <laughs> yeah. worked in and it was way more interesting. It was a thousand times yeah. more interesting.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's a great scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the words of Bob Ross, happy little accidents.
0: Jeez, I'm losing. I mean, we're kind of hopping all over the place. What are other Mm -hmm. big stories from that principal photographer
2: shoot? We were shooting in an abandoned house. I was actually back at Nathan's place. But Mm -hmm. you guys come back from filming a scene with a couple of characters in this abandoned house. And Mm -hmm. Nathan already has... a a couple pets but somebody returns and it's like late morning and Caleb and I are just chilling and somebody's like well we got the coverage but we also got a
0: cat (laughs) and they bring in this little small gray kitten named Nosy (laughs) Little, uh, there was a stray cat. Oh my at gosh. this abandoned building that just followed us. It yeah. was, she was a, or he, was it he or she?
1: It was a she, I think. I, I think, I'm fairly certain oh, it was yeah. a she
0: starving. She a was a toothpick, she was like, yeah, yeah. so hungry. Mm-hmm. Followed She's, us around all while we were yeah. shooting. You can see her in the movie, the current cut of the movie. She's like in the bottom oh, yeah. of the frame a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to get her at least a little bit, yeah, without mm-hmm. being too, you know on the nose because ah. her name was nosy
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but yeah i'll, stop. I'll go I'll, I'll quit so we were so stuck with on top of like all kitten. the
2: the, for the chaotic
0: week. shooting and everything we we had this kitten with us for that week who mm-hmm. loved to claw at your legs as you took a poop or pee in nathan's
1: <laughs> and the reason being is they had to keep her in the bathroom like, which is a pretty big space, like, in their bathroom. Like, it's like a laundry room, bathroom, like, shower, everything. But this cat was just living in there. And every time you'd go to the bathroom, she'd want to, like, get on you. But, like, you know, kittens, like, they like to climb. They like to, like, latch on to things. She would just jump onto your legs at a, any given moment. And it was one of mo- the most terrifying experiences of my life.
0: Well, my I, life. Was, I was was standing in, for, facing the toilet going pee. And I was like doing my thing. And then I feel these claws on my leg and she's climbing up the back of my legs. And I'm yeah. like, ah, ah, ah. and so I'm like trying to aim, trying to grab this kitten off of me and put her in a place. Cause like, if I just move her off, she's going to just going to jump back on. And then, so I'm like trying to like aim and pee and like do my thing, do the business. And then this cat's attacking me and everything. It's, it was wild. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. In
1: midstream, man. It's just uh, not, not ideal. Yeah. No. One last little story. Not to take up too much time, but um, we also got to experience something that I, I think all of us can agree uh, is is a peak category in our life. We got to smell what is probably the oh. worst smell oh. we've ever smelled
0: oh my for like gosh. four hours.
1: We were just subjected Saturday. to Saturday, mm-hmm.
0: Saturday the the last Saturday, the day that we wrapped Vanessa um, for her all of her scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are scheduled to shoot a big set piece that day mm-hmm. at this location on the side of the road. Now, when I scouted this location with Nathan and Caleb and Zach way back in March or whenever we went up, it's a beautiful it location. Was, uh, beautiful, gorgeous side of the road, no traffic, not very isolated, very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there's a neat a... spot. There's this beautiful yeah. pool of water which wasn't there, but I don't think we expected it to be there. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it wasn't there. But then, of course, when we go to shoot, you know, it's super hot. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, traffic is everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, every couple minutes, it's like, vroom, vroom, giant, massive truck goes by. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone... This is what we probably happened. <sighs> took a dead cow carcass buried it
1: like a calf like a
2: calf like it was Mm -hmm. small or part of it It was undetermined there were a couple of bags of entrails and then strewn like all across this like little pull-off zone where we're parked and filming are just rotting
0: flesh it's Infer.
2: fur yeah
0: it was easily the worst thing i've ever smelt in my entire life
2: and easily it was all, it started
0: off easily. bad but it was 8
2: a.m <laughs> and the sun is gradually rising and now you have cooking rotting flesh and we're there for like in six or seven there. hours ah uh. And
1: that thing had been there for a while. It mm-hmm. was it, it was in a black plastic bag that had been ripped apart, probably by other animals scavenging. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it was probably at the point where now nothing wanted it. Right. And it was just there, baking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there was a point where we were shooting this shot, and Jordan's like, "Can you get this framing?" <laughs> and I can't <laughs> possibly get the framing without standing <laughs> directly like downwind and next to it and so it's just i'm just in its essence Mm -hmm. getting the shot holding my breath and every time i inhale i like start gagging and wanting to throw up so i'm like not even checking the coverage i get the shot i'm just like we're moving on i hope it turned out i don't care like the shot's what it is it's the only time I'll ever just give up and the smell stuck to our cars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like we drive out of there we're like airing out our like windows down like blowing air so we can like get away from it uh Zach Brooke and I we go to Costco to get some food like before me another everyone we get yep. out of the car and the smell is still there it, it's, it's like, like in the tires I guess my car had run over some <laughs> yeah. of it so it was in the tires and you just couldn't there was no way to get rid of it mm-hmm. Like you had to just like drive
0: I cannot we cannot overstate how foul the smell like this was the most rancid this is worse than anything that you could ever imagine like smell ever it made yeah, like, a it skunk so so bad
2: smell refreshing that's how bad it yes. was yeah we drove and, it and past we the smelled skunk a skunk and it smelled and the good way back. It. and it was good and we were like Oh, this is nice. <laughs> uh, never again. No. Oh. Never again. Oh, my gosh. So bad. So and bad. we had to get some reshoots um, at that same location like half
0: a month later. And it was still there. It
1: <laughs> did.
0: It wasn't nearly as bad. The, str- the smell wasn't as bad, though. The but it was still wasn't there. there, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was. And it, it does appear in at least the edit as of now in the movie Mm -hmm. we'll point
0: it out when we do you see it one of our actors even mentions it in the script
1: yeah yeah in the in the in he like improv a line for it Mm because it was was just so like there was no way to get around this thing that was just there we were just subject to it Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was bad it was real bad
0: yeah uh Listen, we are we're running we're cutting it a little close, so I want to do one more thing before we wrap. But you know yeah. we have so many. This isn't even everything from the production. Those were the highlight stories. I mean, we didn't talk about my car's check engine light coming on and that by mm. the car kind of stuff. We didn't talk about all the the stories with the AC with my car. We didn't talk mm. about losing actors and having to shuffle on actors, losing locations. We didn't we didn't talk about all like there's so much crazy stuff that happened. And yeah, and we didn't talk about all the kind of fun hangouts and stuff though cause we were, there were down, da- there was downtime during all this. And we didn't talk about like the food and stuff that we got to do necessarily. And all the, mm-hmm. the hanging out the pool. And I mean, ne- I mean, I'll just we say, shot
1: another short film while we were shooting this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with another production, like we were working yeah. with other people while we were shooting this.
0: There's so many stories to tell and it's all too much for now. So what I would say is, um, Maybe ask questions, leave a question on like story specifics and maybe we can get around to it. And I'm sure we will in the course of the next year. And as we talk with other folks of the production, but we have so many stories from this production. Those are the, the ones that stand out. What I want to do now is I want to shout out the people who worked on the movie. And I'm mm. thinking maybe we just we can mention someone and we can share some their contributions to the movie because it can't yeah. be overstated that, you know, this really was a doomed production. Like both in you know the fact that we're Doom Productions and the fact that this movie should not have been finished, but mm-hmm. by some miracle the movie's wrapped and mm-hmm. it's being edited right now, and it's oh, yeah. not because of me. It's not because of Ethan Zach. It's it's because of everybody who worked on the movie along with us. This is a team mm-hmm. effort, completely, and Absolutely. so uh, I figure we just talk about some folks from the production and close it there. Um, you know um. Yeah, because this was not just like a one-man show this is like everybody like all these talents and and pools of people coming together mm-hmm. um and i guess i'll just i'll just started with um vanessa who was probably my the most fun i've ever had working with a actress before or a lead character before because um just a trooper up for everything. She put up with hell from the production schedule to the kind of stunts and the, the kind of physical arduous work and all the memory in the lot memorizing the lines. And she never complained once she always was like super into it. And whenever I had a ridiculous request of like, Hey, can we add an hour onto this day to pick up the shot? She was always down, always available. She took that entire week off of work. So I got a shout out of Vanessa Just for all of her hard work and dedication and really making like, you know, it's super fun to shoot and like perform with and act with and everything. So shout out to Vanessa for being awesome uh, actress and filmmaker on our team. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan, who do you got?
1: This person stands out to me, not who had a small acting role in the movie, but uh, had a bigger part to play in the like makeup side and that's Brooke mm-hmm. um, And she did an amazing job of doing all of our movies makeup and the most amazing part and <laughs> The thing that I love so much about her was she's such a, a great filmmaker. She understood just like The fact that she was out there for long long hours sometimes just to do makeup and just to hang out on set and she never complained, even though most of the time her job would be done within the first hour of setup. And then there would be five more hours of the day that she would just be there. And she never complained. She never had an issue with that. And she was always such a great trooper. Um Just loved uh, having her on set. And she was just a great presence. And yeah, and that same, same goes for Kate. Um, yeah. The other side of Gran and Films. Both of them were just so awesome and being willing to be a part of the set in whatever way they they wanted to contribute and yeah it was just super super great having them on hand um they're great collaborators and, and great friends of ours and
0: well kate was like them. our we joked she was like our onset mom because she would like she be really like was. who needs a water like when we shot yeah. at her parents place she'd be like who needs a water can i get anybody anything and and she's pregnant had, too yeah she's carrying mm, yeah. a baby inside of her and she's still like running around holding umbrellas for people making sure everybody's you know, got what they need.
1: Mm-hmm. We had an injury that day, and she was running around getting tissues for someone bleeding all over the place, and yeah. getting them water, and taking care of them. It was, yeah, yeah. un like such a crucial uh, role for us that we didn't realize we needed until it was like happening in front of us. I was like, oh my gosh, this is great that we have this person here who's just willing to to do all these extra jobs and and things for us.
0: Yeah, Zach, who uh, pick another person of our crew shout out.
2: Um, I'm going to shout out uh, Riley and uh, Izzy. Um, both of oh, whom yeah. um, played integral roles in this film. Uh, they opened up their house to us, put up with the hectic nature of this film. Um, were incredibly hospitable and kind. Um, and put up with our late hours of filming and all that jazz. Also, Izzy was an incredible scene partner to work with and such a trooper for the stunts that we did. He was our first on-set injury of this this production. And he went through with the take in Leonardo DiCaprio fashion. It was... um, And the take is in the film. Um, And he gives an excellent performance. Um, And both of these guys were just great great people to have um, on our team. So yeah, shout out to Riley and Izzy.
0: Those guys, I love those guys. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, David Rivera is another, another, they are kind of three co-leads in the movie, but David Rivera is one of them and he is an awesome actor. And again, super special kind of like awesome working, awesome time working with him. Mm -hmm. But seeing him transform into this character who is he's a completely opposite kind of like so david rivera was in hotel Mm -hmm. and the character he plays isn't like like exactly like david i mean it's obviously not david it's a different but it's very like you can see david and the character he plays in hotel as like very similar in some ways the guy he plays in this is completely like a 180 not david whatsoever um And to see him transform and blow people's minds like everybody would come up to me who acts in a scene with him like after and be like, dude, David's doing awesome. I'm really scared of David. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So David gave one hell of a performance and Mm -hmm. he was just awesome to have on set. And it was fun to finally get to work with him and shout out to his family because they have a restaurant that they let us eat at. And truly food incredible amazing.
2: food it's so good mm-hmm. yeah if you are in the yakima area el serrano i think it is el serrano yeah yes check it out it's i believe off of main good. street yes yeah i think so. our
1: first or something yeah oh no, yeah first street, it's it's one I of those big Maine. ones yeah
0: yeah very um, very good ethan first street yeah. it's first street Who's, For sure. okay. a, who's another uh, person to shout out from our crew? And it's got to
1: be the dynamic duo, our mm-hmm. our favorite, our, our first loves of Yakima, Caleb and Nathan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Those boys uh, were our producers uh, on set and are kind of our feet on the ground when we couldn't be there. Uh, you, uh, Jordan, were constantly in communication with them uh, months leading up to the shoot, uh, asking them about locations, scheduling actors, finding... Uh, whatever we needed, um, you would just give them like a laundry list of things to work on and they would, uh, do those things for us. And they were, uh, just invaluable. Again, um, all of our Yakima friends were great, uh, local guides to help us survive
2: Mm -hmm,
1: the the desert and Caleb and Nathan definitely worked hard to make sure we got exactly what we needed for our movies um, and bent over backwards. And also, again, we we mentioned earlier, but also uh, Nathan's girlfriend uh, and him, they opened up uh, their home to let us crash in their back room and make everything just a mess. And... (laughs) Yeah, absolutely inconvenienced their lives and they were, were so awesome about it so
0: I can't mean, say thank you this, enough this movie would not exist without Nathan and Caleb I mean without yeah, I mean it would exist in some form without uh, this sounds really bad like I'm comparing but like I mean Caleb and Nathan, they're producers on the movie like they mm-hmm. were able to really guide us along the way in the months in the year leading up to shooting this film and getting making sure that we had everything that we needed and if a problem came up that they would help deal with it um, and just having that constant, uh, communication with them was just like, it can't be overstated that importance. So mm. if we, sorry to pick favorites, everybody, but like, it's, it's not even favorites. We love you all, but like those guys in particular, they, um, were like, they put in a lot of overtime <laughs> they oh, dealt yeah. with a lot of our shenanigans and nonsense. So, um, you know, shout uh, you know, our producers, Caleb and Nathan, For sure. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Zach, who else?
2: Trying to remember. It's been a while.
0: Who else worked on this? Well, there's the homie who came up with us.
2: Oh, yes. Um, Shout out to Phil for coming up for the week. Um, He was an extra set of hands. He acted in the movie. He helped get B-roll for film as part of our second unit Um, yeah he was just um, an absolute trooper Um, had such a great attitude um, that he brought to each and every film shoot and each and every day that he was there Um, and it was a bummer to see him leave on Friday Um, but yeah absolute legend
1: Um, also he had the coolest exit of uh, anyone leaving set
0: yeah because he rides a motorcycle and he drove that up and it was just hilarious and awesome but phil i've been i don't know if anybody many people know this i've i've been making movies with phil longer than i've been making movies with ethan like phil was there for the first film i ever did way back in 2011 um so we've been working together for a long 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 time and it's been uh you know, he's constantly been a a person that we can rely on and who can help us out with our projects. Like, he did a lot of our short films back in the day when we were still Carmel Shark Studios. But, um, he was the scarecrow in October most recently. And he posed, he, he was just, you know, our super duper to say PA is almost diminishing, like the full extent of what he provided the set. But he, like, he was just our super film crew person. Um, up there and an actor swiss army knife yeah swiss army phil that's who we got up there yeah so shout so shout out to phil i got a shout out um ernesto sears who was one of the actors who tagged along with us for a little bit of shooting and we've worked with him before on uh kind of an rc film oh and he was also in our dude where's our mountain Dew. so we worked on in like a more improvised kind of film setting and he's hilarious and he's great. And we love working with him, but to like work with uh scripted stuff with him was a just joy. And to see him work his magic and sprinkle that Ernesto kind of personal touch on everything was real special to see. Um It was awesome having him out in the heat <laughs> and uh, drag him along for a little bit of the misery. So shout out to Ernesto for sure.
1: One of the person we got a shout out uh, who's a, a newer cast member for us was Micah oh um, yeah, who came to save us at the last minute. We had another actor who had to, who had to back out um, just due to other circumstances and we needed someone to fill in for this role. And with like 45 minute, like minutes of heads up uh, Micah came to the rescue and acted in a whole scene. He had like a pretty physical role. It was, we were throwing him into the deep end a little bit and he was such a great Trooper about it and and delivered he absolutely delivered and it was someone that we've been wanting to work with since we had seen him Act in an improv show like a year ago, dude He so to have him on set was great
0: when we saw him in the improv show He like climbed up on the rafters of this little auditorium (laughs) and we always remembered that and we were like we love that guy We got to work with him somehow Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just real special that we were able to you know a year later almost a year later uh get to work with him on this so he was mm-hmm. he was awesome he came in did his magic then took off it like did a, it was like a mic drop moment
1: mm-hmm. yeah very memorable memorable scene from him
0: oh yeah oh yeah zach who else
2: um we had a particular sequence in the movie um where we had many many extras um who all showed up um, with varying degrees of heads-up, who all brought their um, energy and excitement to be there, and we really, really appreciated it. Um, It's a very special part of the film um, that we can't tell you anything about. (laughs) Um, But to every single person who showed up, it was probably... Close to like it was probably over a dozen people. Um, yeah, it was quite a lot. 20. of
0: people who showed up as extras. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: but yes, every single one, um, made that scene, and um, we appreciate every single one of you.
0: Oh yeah. Um, sorry. I'm looking. I'm looking through. I want to make sure we don't miss anybody. I'm looking through yeah. our, um the credits and the and one of the the last version of the cut just to make sure we don't miss anything see mm-hmm. got izzy pro Micah. let's see um and i mean while we're here actually um i want to i'm kind of also uh you Zach i mean you too Ethan but like for for i mean okay for Zach you first you step i mean on, on top of being an awesome producer and just again kind of like phil just there in all manner of the different aspects of production we had another actor that we lost in this we lost two actors when we were coming up there and you stepped in very last minute to fill in this role day of which was awesome (laughs) the day of yeah like we'd lost the actor the night before the day of we're like okay we have no one else zach can you do it and you did so when you see zach's role in the movie it's a pretty good role like it's 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 not huge it's it's definitely like it's like a secondary character but you're there for a lot of it you weren't supposed that was supposed to be someone else but you filled in that role and you did you're in izzy's chemistry was just like perfect it was like one yeah. of those things where this is so unexpected this was this was like not what i was thinking of but this is better what i was thinking of like this is so cool and this is so awesome um so shout out to you for particularly like jumping in for acting but then all the you know all the other stuff you do ethan you too you put up with lots of no sleep lots of ridiculous scheduling i mean i'm fine with punishing myself when it comes to the schedule and organizing all of this but then the people who also have to bear that punishment is also you and zach <laughs> so it's <laughs> like thank you guys for uh, going on this right crazy journey with me and like putting out awesome work i mean you guys shot the movie. Pretty much, you guys were the cinematographers, and you guys turned out beautiful footage. Like the like the it's our best looking movie, and I know we always say that about our new movie, but it's true. It's it looks awesome, and so thank you guys for all of what you guys did in uh, in uh, putting this whole thing together. Because this, you know, I mean, I definitely could not have done any of this without you guys. So shout out to you guys as well. Well, thank you, and Another I mean, person. obviously,
1: it can't be understated. Of course, the the burden that the director carries on these sh- these shoots. Sorry, Zach, if I'm cutting. No, you're going right where here. I was going. <laughs> we'll tag team it. We'll tag team <laughs> it. No, I mean, just can't be understated the burden that the directors carry. I mean, that's how all of our shoots are, where the director has the the unfair load they have to to carry. Um, but it was it was a pleasure to to share the load with you. So,
2: so thank you. <laughs> Zach, go ahead. Yeah. um, For those who don't know, Jordan co-stars in this film. He's also the director. He took the time to also co-write the script with Andrew. um, And he sacrificed his physical health (laughs) for this film. (laughs) As we said earlier. And my financial Um, health. Yes. uh, This was not a cheap movie for us. This is probably one of our most expensive movies. Um, You helped organize so much of this film. um, And you had a vision that you made sure that Ethan and I were filled in on. You did an excellent job of balancing your directing and acting skills on set. Um, It made it incredibly easy for those of us who were acting in the film we were able to be like, okay, this is where you want this to go. Okay. Um, And then roll with it. And um, your ability to adapt to the ever-changing circumstances was um, also incredible. And um, this is your movie. And um, without you, it would not exist. Well,
0: thank you. Thank you, that'll be. Uh, I'll send the bill to uh, your your house or up in Canada. Where should I send Build the, the Canadian government bill invoice no. there? Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. No. And then um, before I forget, too, two like a couple of people who weren't there on out, they're upset with us, but like are part of the production. Obviously, Andrew mm. Price, who co-wrote the movie with me, and yes. he's currently doing a little bit of like editing help. I mean, you guys as well, but Andrew's kind of, he popped in for writing <clears throat> and he's kind of back for some editing work a little bit. Um, and he's just an awesome guy. And I can't wait for more people to r- see the stuff he's written because he's a great writer and yeah. it's exciting to like finally have something of ours come to come to life. Also, uh, Josh Bailey, who is helping with what will be the standout sequence in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like. If everybody who's watching this video goes and sees the movie in like a year or so, you're gonna know what sequence I'm talking about. Like that sequence, um, Josh Bailey's been a huge help in shaping in um, shaping that out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then our buddy Tim Stewart, because Tim loaned us uh, loaned us uh, mm-hmm. a yeah. drone.
2: Yeah, that drone the man. Best shots of the film.
1: It was, yeah. And Josh loaned us a gimbal. Yeah, this, that's right. There was so yeah, much new gear too. on this shoot. Yeah. A gimbal and a drone. We were we're pulling out the stops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We went into this like, if this is the movie that ends our careers as filmmakers, we want it to at least look good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I went into this one being like, yeah, this might be the last movie I ever make. Which was a really freeing and scary, but also just like, it gave me a lot of energy I don't think I would have had otherwise. Just being like, yeah, I could never... Like, I could drop dead tomorrow. I could never direct another movie again, and this will be it. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of the, you know, and, you know, hopefully it turns out good. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's see. About an hour 14. Well, should we close with our, I mean, we've been talking about what we've been working on. Should we talk Mm. about, just kind of chillax and talk about what we've been watching? Just for a little bit.
2: Sure. Well... What have you guys been watching? When we were up in Yakima for principal photography, a little social media (laughs) sensation um, came to fruition um, while we were up in the desert. Um, Shortly after returning, um, we all at various times went to see Oppenheimer. And I believe Ethan and Jordan have both seen Barbie but i have not yet i still need to before it leaves theaters but yeah
0: maybe we should talk about that just barbie and oppenheimer yeah what'd you guys think of oppenheimer
2: it
1: was cool you know (laughs) (laughs) they dropped a big old bomb uh, on cinema they did it was good i got to see it with you jordan and with my wife And with uh, David Rivera He came down to Portland And we saw it at the OMSI Empirical Theater yeah, Which was quite the theater to see it in I was very happy that that was the theater I got to watch it at um, It was very very good Yeah, It's one of those movies I had heard some things And like you know The buzz all around it And some certain things here and there And getting to watch it And see kind of how all that stuff came together And just how, how Nolan makes a movie
2: Yeah, it's
1: It's just always good So it was a great time. had a lot of fun watching that movie. And then Barbie was also great. I Mm -hmm. talked about Barbie a a healthy amount. (laughs) And I listened to the soundtrack a healthy amount too post-watching the movie. Yeah.
0: Slaps. Dude, Barbie was, I, um, that was a fun one. That's like, that's one where, uh, the Ryan, I mean, it's probably, it's like cliche to say, but Ryan Gosling is just so funny in that movie. And I wish he would do more comedies because he's really funny and nice guys as well.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, but he's he's awesome. He's great. Oppenheimer. I've seen Barbie twice, maybe three. T- I think I've seen it twice, but Oppenheimer I've seen like four times. And yep. man, every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, I think that's I think that's Chris Nolan's. That's my favorite of his. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty like incredible and it's not for everybody, you know, it's a 3-hour movie with just people talking, which just on paper that does not sound like a movie I would inherently like. I like but like I I was like, "Oh, that might be one of my favorite movies of the year." That was awesome.
2: Yeah, for 3 hours with yeah, primarily talking that. heads, it is incredibly engaging. Um I think I've told the boys this already, but um We have certain feelings about the Academy and the Oscars, but if I was a betting man, (laughs) I would not be surprised if in some way, shape, or form Oppenheimer became the fourth movie to win 11 Oscars. It definitely has that potential. Yeah, I could see it.
0: Well, with the strikes and everything. Yeah, there's no new stuff coming out. Like they can't they're not going to release all the Oscar bait movies, I don't think. Right. So it's it'd be like Oppenheimer against what else? What else that came out this year that would that that seems like an Oscar kind of movie that they would nominate? I oh, mean, man. I would love to say the Spider-Verse movie, but they ne- they don't like animated movies usually. Even though I think that's I, I think my, it'll one get one my best animated feature. Oh yeah,
2: but other than that, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Him. Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah,
0: it's
2: been a lot of A twenty four stuff. No, we've that we've had could this potentially
0: is... be in the running. Oh, the Scorsese movies coming out this fall. Oh yeah, that um, what's it called? Moon, yeah. the Killing mm. Moon, f- f- mm. the Flower, Flowers of the killer Killers, moon, Killers of the Flower. Like, moon yeah, yeah. that look cool. Killers of the Flower Moon, yeah. <laughs> Can't remember titles. Sorry, the watching movies—it's like a blur when you're making a movie. It's like, what's there's what's no time. going on? There's yeah. no time. Yeah, yeah. No, there's been some good movies coming out this year. Recently, have I mean, we've seen more than Barbie and Oppenheimer. Like, what what it, what was the last thing you guys watched? The most recent thing. Oh gosh, a phone okay. is
2: being used as my camera.
1: Ahsoka. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Ahsoka's been incredible.
2: As a Star Wars fan, it has been such a treat to see a lot of these characters again. It is basically Rebels Season 5 for those familiar with the Star Wars TV shows. Um, And as of this recording, Episode 5 has not come out. But I speak for myself when I say I am very excited to see what comes next.
0: Dude. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's going to be incredible. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I can't wait. Oh, oh, um, this reminded me of someone else. So on our, I saw, um, perfect blue came out in the theater for like a couple of days. Mm -hmm. So I went to see that recently. That was awesome. Um, but I saw it with Raquel who, who helped out on our um, movie for a little bit of a there's a there's a special sequence in the movie. She helped out with camera work for that, and she's also mm. has a cameo in the movie. But she didn't go up to Yakima with us, and so shout out to Raquel. Our, mm. Oh, someone else I forgot.
1: And then also that'd be my wife's like. Oh, that's family. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Her mom, dad, and brother were all cameos in the movie and they were the first things to be filmed for the movie that's right um and the first people you will see in the movie Mm -hmm. um you'll find out more about that but yeah they uh were willing to act and all but one of them had never acted in like any video stuff before so but they were very very Mm -hmm. gracious and patient and yeah it is yeah super special having them all on camera
0: yeah But Yeah, sorry. Perfect Blue. I saw that recently, which is awesome. Um, Well, I think, you know, I mean, we could talk for hours, but people got to go to work. They got stuff to do. We got stuff to do. So this seems like a pretty good place to call it, I think. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think so. So uh, once again, this is the Doom Productions podcast. We have been on a little bit of a hiatus, but we're coming back full swing Stay tuned, because we're going to be talking about this movie. We're going to talk about other movies. We're going to be posting more, be more active here on YouTube as we're in the post-production process on our film. And, uh, yeah, so you want to hit sub- hit subscribe, like, comment, share, all that good stuff. And uh, until the next episode of this podcast and our next video, uh, hope you have a good week.